Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is June 5th, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. Um, I hope that this podcast finds you blessed moving forward, enjoying your weekend as we head into the end of this quarter and head toward the second half of 2021. It's hard to believe that we are approaching July and we are getting ready, literally approaching the halfway point in the year. Nevertheless, I hope that you are being productive and that you are accomplishing your goals and the objectives you set for yourself this year. I want to take a moment and just say hello to um, our Apple Podcast family. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us for the Jamel Sanders Show. Um, We're working on some exclusive content for Apple Podcasts, so I want you to stay tuned over the next few weeks as we work on that and develop it and share with you some new developments in terms of the Apple platform. I thank you so much for finding the podcast and tuning in uh, to hear the message of empowerment. I want to say hello to the Stitcher Podcast uh, Radio family. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the Jamel Sanders Show as we continue to fulfill our mission of empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Hello to my Spotify family as well as my Google Podcast family. And of course, I want to say hello to the iHeartRadio family. I think iHeartRadio is one of my favorite platforms, and I'm so glad that you tuned in to join us again for the Jamel Sanders Show. And of course, our newest partners um, in distribution Amazon and Audible. Thank you again for taking the time out of your life and your day, your schedule to join us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. It is so much more than a show. It's a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations and inspiring guests. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And we just celebrated a decade of empowerment. It's so awesome that the podcast has been around for a decade. And I'm excited about the future as we revamp and change some things moving forward is how we continue to bring this method of empowerment to people around the world. Um, I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can reach out to us at www.jamelsanders.com. And there on the homepage, I encourage you to sign up for our Empowerment Newsletter, Empowerment Breakthrough that goes out all over the world. And it's always filled with insights and strategies life strategies to help you master this thing called life. 
I'd also encourage you to connect with us on social media. You can find all of the links to our social media right there on the home page. And I think the only exception is TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. I love connecting with you on social. So definitely keep the conversation going, especially um, across Twitter, Facebook, all the different platforms. And use the hashtag Jamel Show uh, so that we can see how the message of empowerment is resonating with you around the world. So definitely check out the site. You can find out more about me and the work that I do. Um, I am the CEO of Jamel Sanders International. It is a leading uh, leadership development and empowerment firm uh, that serves the purpose of empowering individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential uh, through capacity building systems and programs. We want to help people make a massive and global impact in their lifetime and generation. And so you can find out more about the services and products and different things that we have to offer right there on the home page. I would also like to really quickly recommend two resources to you. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast this year, we've been doing um, more in terms of series, and I taught a series recently about um, the importance of your most important project in life, which is you, and we kind of build on the surface level into the whole topic of identity. If you have followed my work or ever heard my keynote or listened to this podcast any over the last decade, you have heard me talk a lot about identity because so many people in the world are suffering from an identity crisis. They don't know who they are. And when you don't know who you are, you cannot show up in the world as a powerful person, and you cannot become the greatest expression of who you were created to be. And so we have to deal with this identity crisis. And so I wanted to write a book that really delved deeply into identity. There's a lot of things that have been said and written about identity, but I wanted to approach it from a different angle, and I wanted to use practical application and wisdom from my life and my journey to help you to get to a place of wholeness in your life so that you can reclaim your personal power. And so I put it in a book, and the book is Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World That Discounts Your Difference. Uh, in the book, I really delve into um, breaking toxic cycles, addressing um, inferiority complexes, deficiencies in our belief system. I talk about the importance of knowing your value and worth, and most of all, this book helps you to own your personal power. Every chapter is filled with worth-building exercises, and we've even included some declarations of significance in the back to help you further in your journey. So you can get the book. It's available through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most of your major book sellers have access to the book. And in November of last year, I released my ninth book, which is Honor, the Law that Governs Greatness. Now, let me say this about honor. Every person has the potential to be a powerful and influential leader in their lifetime and generation. And when I'm talking about powerful and influential, I'm not necessarily talking about having this massive platform or traveling to all of these different countries. But what I am talking about is using your life in such a way that you leave a thumbprint and a footprint on the world through the life that you live. 
And, you know, all of us want to reach our full potential. We want to do great things in our lifetime and generation. But most people don't know how to do it. And so over the last few decades, I've observed a lot about leadership. I've observed some great things. I've observed some deficiencies and some inadequacies. And I've discovered that in order to move from potential into the realm of prophetic fulfillment or prophetic destiny, it requires a process called prophetic development. And so I wrote this book, Honor, to help you to move from your potentiality into the reality of who you were created to be. And in a very unique way and style, I walk you through the journey of development, showing you the value of it, the lessons, the wisdom, and how all of it empowers you to show up as the greatest version of yourself. If there was ever a book that I believe every leader needs to read, they need to read Honor, a thing that has caused the greatest uh, deterioration and corrosion of leadership. It is the reason that we are dealing with such a broken foundation and such a void of leadership in the world. And so I wrote this book to help all of us to move beyond our potential into doing the actual work to develop and to become the best version of who we were created to be. And let me tell you, the feedback from Honor has been incredible. Uh, People are really grabbing a hold of the message and the wisdom in this book, and it is helping them to rise to the level of their potential so that they can be more effective leaders. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I want you to read the book, because I'm interested in helping you to do the work to develop so that you can become everything that you were created to be. And so this book really delves into that journey from potential to power, and I provide context and language to a lot of the cries and challenges of leadership in our time. And so I believe this book is going to give you the strategies for succession, transition of power, enduring leadership, building an effective legacy, and so much more. Every chapter is filled with what I call um, honor, honorable living exercises, and there are also declarations and other things, tools in the book to help you do the work to becoming the most powerful and effective leader that you can be. So I hope you'll get a copy. It's available uh, through Amazon, uh, Kindle, Nook, most of your major book sellers have access to the book, and I know it's going to resonate with you in a profound way. For those of you that love to read like I love to read, um, our book club is in the middle of reading our latest selection, and um, our latest book club pick is by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton, Um, and the name of the book is Straight Up, Honest, Unfiltered, As Real As I Can Put It, Advice for Life's Biggest challenges, straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's great biggest challenges by Trent Shelton. It is a powerful, powerful book, but I will give you this disclaimer. It's not a book that you're going to be able to read in one setting. It's quite thick. It's quite lengthy. And so what I love about Straight Up is it is a book that I call a success system, And so you can sit down in one setting, read a section, do the accompanying exercises, and you can really get a lot of value out of it. So it's a a bit different from some of the other books that I've selected, but I think it's going to help you in a profound way. 
It's very easy to read, very practical, and I love the real-life application comes along with it. So definitely get a copy, um, and we're going to be having a conversation around this book in a few months. I believe it's going to help you in a profound way, and it's going to cause some major shifts in your life in the days to come. So, again, the book is straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's biggest challenges by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton. I hope you'll get a copy and I hope you'll stay tuned and join us for a very lively discussion around this book in the coming days. What I want to do now, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into this topic of growing pains, the cost of change, part two. I hope you'll stay tuned, get your notebook, get ready, because we're going to dive into something that I believe is going to help you in the journey of changing your life. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're talking about this topic of growing pains, the cost of change, and in part one, we dealt with the dilemma. We talked about how often we want to change our lives, but when it comes down to the actual work and the change management strategies that are needed to do it, most people just settle back into what they have always done. And as you've heard me say many times before, if we do what we've always done, we get what we've always gotten. If we do different, we get different. And so if you want your life to be different, you have to be willing to do something different than you've done before. And so we're going to delve into today what I feel is one of the greatest barriers to change happening in our lives. You know, I hear so many people talking about change. We make quotes, we write books, we've devoted whole branches of business and managerial science to this whole thing of change and change management. In fact, I believe that one of the greatest skills a leader can possess in the 21st century is the skill of change management. You have to have the ability to be adaptable and flexible, or as I call it, pivotability. You have to have the ability to pivot at a moment's notice. I think one of the things that COVID-19 taught us all is that how fast things can change in the world. And those organizations that thrived and prospered in that moment were the organizations that knew how to pivot. And essentially, they knew the importance and power of change management. And they put that to use, and they were able to see incredible results as a result of it. And so today, I want to deal with something that I feel is a very delicate and fragile subject, but I think it's so important to you um, maximizing your potential and moving your life forward. Let me just start with this. I believe essentially that every person on this planet, whether consciously or subconsciously, we all desire to move forward with our lives. The problem is that most people 
don't know how to move forward. In other words, they come to this place of what I call prophetic paralysis. They know that they want to move from where they are to where they want to be, but they don't know what the journey to get there is going to be. And one of the things that I always tell people is that when we find ourselves in that paralysis moment of our lives, it's a good indication that there's time for something to begin to change. Um, the thing about it is that what we don't understand is that change is not something that we can approach half-heartedly. If you really want something to change in your life, you have to throw yourself into it, and you have to throw yourself into it fully. In other words, change is something that you have to engage to experience in your life. Write that down. Change is something that you have to be willing to engage in order to experience it in your life. And so what happens is we romanticize the idea of change, but the reality is that most people are not willing to do what is necessary to change their lives. And let me tell you why. The reason that we are not really willing to do the things that are necessary to change our lives is because we have to do something different. And as creatures of habit, we love routine, we love familiarity, we love a certain sense of repetition and consistency in our lives. The only problem is is that familiarity is one of the greatest enemies of change. And so when you make a decision that you're getting ready to embrace change and transformation in your life, what happens, familiarity kicks in and it begins to forfeit and rob you of the change that you so desperately desire to see. Why is that? Because change is difficult. I want you to write that down. Change is difficult. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But because since it's not easy, it's something that's very difficult. And so the reason that change is so difficult for most people is because change requires us to get uncomfortable. I want you to write that down. Change requires us to get uncomfortable. And what I have discovered is that if you want to move from where you are to where you want to be, discomfort is the catalyst that will break you into the next dimension in your life. Did you get that? Discomfort is the catalyst that will break you into the dimension of your life. In other words, if you want to interrupt a pattern, if you want to break a cycle, then you have to be willing to be uncomfortable because uncomfortability is the key to upgrading your life. I want you to write that down. Uncomfortability is the key to upgrading the quality of your life. And so the question then becomes, if change requires discomfort, I have to ask myself a very important question. And that question is, what is my discomfort threshold? Write that down. What is my discomfort threshold. Now, I want to delve into this for a moment because this is probably a new concept for many of us as we're hearing this for the first time. And so if there is a discomfort threshold, I have to determine what my discomfort threshold is in my life. And how do I discover and determine this? If I want to know what my discomfort threshold is, 
I have to ask myself a question. How inconvenienced am I willing to be to improve the quality and the condition of my life? Write that down. How inconvenienced am I willing to be to improve the condition and quality of my life? Because if I am not willing to be inconvenienced, I am always going to live in cycles of inferiority, cycles of inadequacy, cycles of insufficiency. If I am not willing to be inconvenienced, I'm not going to be able to improve my life. And so what is your discomfort threshold? How inconvenienced are you willing to be to improve and to transform the quality of your life? Because we say a lot of things. We get inspired for a moment. And if you've heard me say anything over the years, it's that inspiration dwindles, but passion resonates. And so when the inspiration wears off, what passion and resilience will you have to keep you moving in the direction that you say you want to go? See, if you live your life only on inspiration, you're always going to live a mediocre life. Why? Because inspiration happens in moments, but intentionality is the magnet that draws into our world the reality that we have been desiring. And so everything you desire is going to manifest and unfold in your life through the law of intentionality. It doesn't happen through inspiration because we have moments of inspiration. But how do you sustain momentum in your life to see um, not something just as a whole, but the manifestation of it and the reality of it happening in your life? And so we have to ask ourselves this very important question of how inconvenienced am I willing to be in order to improve the quality and the condition of my life? This is what I always say. Until your desire for change becomes greater than your desire for comfort, you will always live a mediocre life. Write that down. Until your desire for comfort for change, excuse me, becomes greater than your desire for comfort, you will always live a second-class life. In other words, you have to make a decision that you're going to move from a comfortable life to an extraordinary life. It doesn't take a whole lot to be comfortable. All it takes to be comfortable is to be neutral. That means that we, we don't desire anything different and we don't pursue anything different. Now, let me say this, too. Your desires are exposed by your pursuits. So there are a lot of people that say they desire a lot of things, but they're not pursuing them, and they're not pursuing them because they're not really a desire. It may be a hope. It might be a great um, interest for it. It may be even be a little bit of excitement about it but it's not truly a desire because a desire takes hold of you. And not only does a desire take hold of you, but a desire moves you. Anything that you truly desire, you will move toward. Anything that you don't desire, you won't move toward. And so what we have to understand is we have to weigh the interests um, understand the difference between something that we're interested in and something that we really desire. 
uh, to see manifest and happen and become a reality in our lives. And so until um, the, 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 the benefit and the desire for change becomes greater than your desire for comfort, you're always going to live a second-class life. And so then we have to ask ourselves another question. Or am I changing? You know, I was having a conversation with someone one time, and they were saying that they really wanted to change X, Y, Z in their lives. And as the conversation progressed, I began to understand and recognize a sequence and a pattern and we would begin to press into the change that we wanted to see. But what I noticed is that every time it, it was time to talk about the change again, the dialogue shifted and the narrative moved from um, this excitement and drive and, and desire toward a thing to a bunch of excuses and why these things couldn't happen. And so in that moment, I asked the person this very important question, and I said, are you comfortable or are you changing? And all of a sudden, the light bulb came on and the person began to realize that they were comfortable, but they weren't really changing. And we know we're not changing by one very simple thing. This is how we know if we're changing. If I am at a point in my life where I'm being pacified but not propelled forward, then I know that nothing is changing. See, it's easy to convince ourselves psychologically and intellectually that we're changing, but that's not the greatest measure of change in our lives. The greatest measure of change in our lives is progress. In other words, where are you going and what direction is your life taking? Because discomfort is always a prophetic announcement that the direction of our lives is shifting, and we have to have the ability to make the shift in that moment. And so a lot of times we'll, we'll begin to do an audit of our lives. I believe you should do a life audit regularly. But we have to ask ourselves, are we changing or are we coming? It's a sign that change is not really happening in our lives. We may be telling ourselves we're changing because we live in a culture and a society that thinks because we have a lot of knowledge or information that we are changing. But the bigger question is not that you have the acquisition of knowledge and information. The bigger challenge and question becomes, how have you used this knowledge, wisdom, and information to advance your life? Your life was never created to be stagnant. Your life was never created to be stifled. Your life was created for movement. You were born for velocity. You were created for advancement. And so the whole purpose of discomfort in our lives is to drive change. And so we have to ask ourselves, are we comfortable or are we changing? Because what I've discovered is that most people are very comfortable, but they're not changing. And so what happens is we go through life and we live year after year, experience after experience, only in repeat mode, only on stutter. And we never stretch. We never embrace more. We never go further with our lives because we are just content and satisfied with the place of comfort. 
But as long as you are satisfied with the place of comfort, you will never stretch your capacity for greatness. Write that down. As long as you are satisfied with comfort, you will never stretch your capacity for greatness. And so what happens is so many people know that more is available to them, but they are not willing to make the adjustments to embrace the more. Because more never manifests without maturity. Write that down. More never manifests without maturity. More is always available, but you have to mature to access the more that is available to you. And so the question becomes, am I changing or am I comfortable? How do you know if you're just comfortable or if you're changing? Because we have to look at the progress that is taking place in your life. Notice that I didn't say the progress that was taking place intellectually. Notice I didn't say simply looking at the progress you've made relationally, but we have to look at the actual of your life. Is your life getting better? Are you in a pattern? Is this a repeated cycle? Are you living in an old narrative even though it's a new season? These are ways that we begin to determine if change is happening in our lives. And one of the greatest barometers that we can use to determine if change is really happening in our lives is what I call seasons of prophetic warfare. These are seasons when we encounter intense opposition in our lives. And intense opposition shows up in our lives to invite us into new prophetic realms of opportunity and possibility. And so the question when we're dealing with, am I comfortable or am I changing, what happens when you find yourself encountering seasons of prophetic warfare in your life? These are, let me break it into more common terms, seasons of adversity, seasons of hardship, seasons of conflict, seasons of crises, seasons of um, um, of hurt, seasons of pain, seasons of betrayal, seasons of um, restlessness, seasons of, you know, where you find yourself coming face-to-face with some of the greatest challenges and odds in your life. How do you respond in those seasons? What are you doing when those battles show up in your life? Because one of the things I have discovered over the years is that our battles show up to birth us into the next realm in our lives. And so how are you responding to the battle? Are you running from the battle? Are you um, making excuses for why you can't engage the battle? Are you still using a strategy and method from an old season that's no longer working we have to begin to assess how we're handling those seasons of adversity because our response to adversity is one of the greatest barometers of whether or not change is happening in our lives. And so we have to begin to look at how we are responding to those moments and why are those moments so important. I want to say this, and I really want you to grab a hold to what I'm getting ready to say. The reason that those moments of adversity and opposition are so important is because when everything is going well in our lives, we put up such a facade. 
oh, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, everything is absolute perfection in our lives. But those are not the moments that really determine who we really are. Our greatest power, our greatest strength is born out of our greatest adversity. And so how we respond to adversity is so important. So I'm not interested in how you're doing when everything is going great in your life. I'm interested in how do you handle life's interruptions. Write that down. One of the greatest ways that we measure change in our lives is by determining how am I responding to life's interruptions because life's interruptions show up in our lives to show us what we're made of and to show us if we're really ready to embrace the more that we talked about. Because what I've discovered in my life is that it's easy for me to talk about more and to talk about what is possible. But when the pressure is put on and the heat and the furnace is turned up in my life, how am I going to respond? What am I going to do with this interruption? Am I going to see this interruption as a curse or am I going to see this interruption as a gift that is going to propel my life forward? And those are the moments that show us if we're really ready for change in our lives. And what I've discovered is that a lot of people talk a good talk. We talk a really good game when there's no pressure and no adversity. But the reality is that when it's crunch time and it's time to make the necessary changes in our lives, we're really not ready to embrace what we say we were ready. Why? Because comfort and convenience is more important to us than the discomfort and the change that we say we want to see. Most people do not have a high threshold for discomfort. Let me say it again. Most people do not have a high threshold for discomfort. In fact, if you begin to study our psychology, most people psychologically cannot wrap their minds around life's interruptions. We are so used to and so bent toward our lives moving in a certain direction at a certain speed, in a certain flow, in a certain pace, that anything that breaks that normal routine begins to send our bodies literally into a shock. We, it, it just doesn't register to us because this is not the way that it should be. But let me say to you that sometimes this is exactly the way that it should be because interruptions are necessary to move our lives out of neutral and to shift our lives into overdrive so that we can make the progress that we want to be, to see, excuse me. And so sometimes what we consider to be a curse really turns out to be a great blessing because Otherwise, we would have continued on the same course going absolutely nowhere. Neutrality is a prophetic announcement of a life that is going nowhere. Write that down. Neutrality is a prophetic announcement of a life that is going nowhere. You may be fine. You may be smiling. You may be happy in a neutral state, but you're not going anywhere. And so opposition or opposing forces often show up in our lives to get us out of neutral and into overdrive. And so the discomfort comes into our lives to take us off of cruise control and to cause us to step on the gas and move forward. 
Why? Because familiarity uh, keeps us stuck in seasons and cycles that need to be broken. Familiarity keeps us stuck. It keeps us in a place that, you know, we enjoy, but it's not the ultimate place that we need to be. And so what happens is familiarity robs us of new frontiers. There are new frontiers. There are new territories. There are new places to possess in your life. But until we are willing to get uncomfortable, we'll never embrace those places. There will always be this land of promise and opportunity and possibility somewhere out there in the distant future, but never becoming a now reality in our lives because neutrality robs you of the now. Write that down. Neutrality robs you of the now. In other words, oh, everything is fine. Nothing needs to change. But the reality is that it does need to change because you're not moving forward. Remember, you were created for forward momentum. Familiarity robs you of forward. It robs you of frontiers. It robs you of freedom. It robs you of possibility. And so the bigger question becomes, what is my threshold for discomfort? And how uncomfortable am I willing to get if I want to really upgrade my life and move my life to the next level. As I started out in the show earlier, if we do what we've always done, we get what we've always gotten. But sadly, many times we get a lot less than what was ever intended for our lives. And so if we really want to embrace our greatest life, then we got to be willing to get uncomfortable. All growth happens in the realm of discomfort. Write that down. All growth happens in the realm of discomfort. And so we get excited because everything is comfortable, but your life only expands through discomfort. Write that down. Your life only expands through discomfort. And so is your life expanding or is your life being crippled? Because if you're not getting uncomfortable, if you're not willing to uh, be inconvenienced in your life, you're going to cripple yourself. You're going to always stay in this place of safety. You're always going to stay in this place of um, safety and protection and, you know, this place of mediocrity, but you're never going to embrace the more that was intended for your life. And so the purpose of this today has really been to cause us to do some looking and some assessing of our lives and our journey and to really ask ourselves, are we comfortable or are we growing? What are we making excuses for that is robbing us of evolution? What are we accommodating that is standing in the way of acceleration? What are we allowing to sit in our lives that needs to be severed that no longer serves us? Because let me say this, a lot of people have set up altars to things in their lives that no longer serve them. We're we're romanticizing ideas and seasons and relationships that have expired, and we don't even realize that it's standing in the way of the expansion and the growth that we want to see happen in our lives. Why? Because it feels 
comfortable to us. And let me tell you the bigger question. I'm going to go here because not everybody's going to go here, but I'm going to go here. The bigger thing becomes the fear of the unknown in our lives causes us to cling to the familiarity of what we know is no longer serving our lives in the best possible way. So instead of letting go of what no longer serves us, we are so afraid of this unknown that we're just willing to stay in a place that we know is not healthy or productive or helping us to reach our full potential. And we say at least it's what's familiar and what's comfortable to me. But is it worth forfeiting everything that has been destined for your life as a result of it? you got to stop fearing the discomfort and never allow that to become the thing that forfeits your prophetic destiny. At some point, you have to make a decision that, yes, it may be comfortable, yes, it may be convenient, but what price am I willing to pay to move my life forward so that I can see the change that I truly desire to see? Again, you have to understand what is your uh, threshold for discomfort, and you have to be willing to tell yourself that the cost of change is more valuable to me than the cost of convenience. And the cost of convenience always results in the crippling of your potential and the forfeiting of your destiny. And while it may be safe to put today, you're sacrificing your tomorrow in the process. And so you have to have the willingness and the tenacity to let go of the familiar and to embrace the frontiers and the future that you know has been destined for your life. Because if we do the same, we get the same. But if we do different, we'll get different. Discomfort is the womb of difference. Everything different will come from your courage to embrace the discomfort that comes with a new season in your life. Everything that you desire to see is on the other side of discomfort. Everything that you are believing and hoping to manifest in your life is on the other side of discomfort. And as we move toward discomfort, we not only embrace the next dimension, but we propel our lives forward and we discover the unlimited potential that lives on the inside of us. In other words, there's always something that has to be sacrificed to step into the more that is available for you. Every new season demands a sacrifice. Every new season demands a sacrifice. Every new horizon in your life will require a new sacrifice. And so what am I willing to give up to go up to the next level and to embrace the life that I was created and destined to live? Something must always be forsaken to embrace your pathetic future. Write that down. Something must always be forsaken to embrace your prophetic future. What are you willing to let go of today to embrace your promise of tomorrow? Because you can't have them both. Something has to die 
and something has to die in order for you to experience the greatest possible life that you were created to enjoy. And so we, we're faced with a dilemma today. If growing pains require discomfort, how uncomfortable are you willing to get to upgrade your life and to embrace the possibilities of what your life could become? The possibilities of your life are great, but the reality is that you will never produce those possibilities if you're not willing to leave the familiar and to embrace new tomorrow and new possibilities for your life. There's a tomorrow pregnant and ready for you to embrace it, but the only way it will happen is if you will leave the place of comfort and convenience and dare to embrace the place of change and possibility in your life. Otherwise, it will always be a distant memory or something out there that you never embrace. And so you're being challenged, we're all being challenged, to move from the place of discomfort, of change, to the place of breakthrough, to the place of growth, growth in our lives, and realize that discomfort is the seed that ultimately leads to the manifestation of your destiny. And though it's uncomfortable, though you're inconvenienced, though it doesn't feel good, it is the greatest catalyst to your growth and you rising to the level of your potential. I hope you got something out of this. I hope that you digested it. I hope that you'll listen to it again because this is a key to you moving to the next place in your life and realizing your full potential. Thank you for spending this time with me. We're going to dive deeper into this series on growing pains next time. I look forward to doing life with you again real soon. And in the meantime, let go of the familiar and dare to embrace change.